to the Existential Millennial Podcast, where we are all about wondering our deepest whys of life, living more consciously, and awakening our own inner coach. I'm your host, Joanna Dreilich, and I'm so excited to have you here joining the show. Every single episode, we'll be diving into topics that will help you navigate life, love, and spirituality, all while aiming to answer the universal question of why. I hope you enjoy the show. What is up, Existential Millennial fam? Welcome to this week's episode of the Existential Millennial Podcast. There is something that's kind of sitting on my heart, and I am reminded of this a lot. And I want to share on it because I feel like it's something we often need to be reminded of within this personal growth game and just the game, just the game of life in general. So in the personal growth space, personal development, there's so much talk about the dream life and making the dream life a reality. And I say this as somebody who that used to be like the core of my marketing is getting you to be able to live your dream life. And <laughs> as I, I like, what reminded me of this is like a couple days ago, not a couple days ago, yesterday, uh, I was like going, I'm switching systems. And so I was going through my old landing pages that I made two years ago. And I just chuckled to myself because for, to me, it's like the dream life, actually truly creating your dream life is like the carrot that you'll never get, but it's the carrot that you'll always have. It's like this weird thing of like, you're always moving towards it, but yet once you get there, there's already another one that's there that's being built. And, you know, there's always another vision. So it's like this, like we talk about the dream life and that reality when like, We don't think about all the things that go into creating that as a true reality. And so two years ago, I was not embodied in that because, you know, I was, I had not truly created my own dream life myself. Like that was what I was aiming to do with other people when I had not created that myself. And so that's on me and my own marketing and just being new to the game. But it reminds me of the fact that we so often, like I see the parallel within even just me saying that with what I'm about to share. So we so often strive for a dream life that is not ours. And let me unpack that a little bit more. I talk so much about all these, all of our limiting beliefs and all of these things covering up different things. And this is that conversation happening again, because, you know, and this also, okay, (laughs) I feel like I'm going, I'm not going in circles, but I'm like going down transits and not finishing thoughts. And so I say that because societally we are so programmed to want things like to want not like to want particular things out of our lives and for example success 1.0 
the model of success, if you are a millennial listening, you're probably a millennial listening, even though I know I have non-millennial listeners, um, your parents grew up in success 1.0 and our generation gets a lot of flack because we are striving away from success 1.0 and are moving to a different level of success called success 2.0. You know, we could call it success 2.0, but like success point 1.0 is, you know, is go to college, get a degree, get married, have kids, eventually retire and travel the world. And millennials are not fucking having it, not fucking having it. And the other, so like we're creating this new definition of success and we have, so we have different dreams than generations from before. But the thing is because of so many different factors, the dream life that we want for ourselves isn't probably is not our own if we are not cognizantly and consciously aware of such a thing. Because, like, think about this. So we all would, our dream life, like, a lot of us would be, and if you're anything like me, the dream life would be being able to travel the world. Period. Like, I don't care how, when, where, travel the world. Travel the world. Travel, travel, travel. (laughs) Travel and also to be able to help the, like, impact, like, not only be able to serve myself through traveling the world, but also be able to serve humanity through whatever the mission is and, like, even, like, this podcast. And then there's also... Let's see. Okay. So what am I trying to say? I'm like, ah. (laughs) and we probably also want to be able to create passive income of some sort or something like that. And to be able to retire by the time we're 40. But like, if you are like anything like me again, you also have a mission on your heart that you want to bring into this world. You have something you you might not be the next Tony Robbins or the next Marie Forleo or, but you still have a mission that is there on your heart, no matter big, no matter how big or how small it is. And, mm, and so you retiring at 40, what good is that going to do the world? Logically, if you are somebody who has a mission, there's no way you will truly retire at 40. But I'm also one, I'm one of those people that does not believe in retirement because I believe that Like, especially for knowledge workers like me and all of the other coaches, we're not going to be able to turn this off. We're just not. It's just not somebody who has a mission will continue to live that mission because it would be out of integrity not to. And so going back to this whole dream, making our dream life a reality, we have to ask ourselves why we want the things that we want and why we do the things that we do. Today, I want to focus on why do we want the things that we want? Because I, you know, I love asking why. And here's the thing about making our dream life reality and what we want in our lives is so often, again, there are things that are blocking us. There are things in our lives that we want 
that like, and I say this from experience, there are things in our lives that we want, that we want because somebody else wants them. And that's just a part of being a part of the collective. So we feel that in some way, but we have the comparanoia of looking at other people and what they have and thinking and convincing ourselves that that is also what we want. But that is the human mind talking. And so, you know, I wanted, like, when I graduated from college, I wanted all these things. And, like, and it, as I began to sit there and unpack all of these things, and as I moved into being a full time coach and all of these things, I had to really, I really sat there and began to question why I wanted these things that I wanted. And that's the, key within this is why we cannot, we might, and I say this also because I can't tell you the amount of times I've had clients or friends come to me and say, this is what I want. Like, this is the thing that I want. And then the more that we began to ask why that thing that we wanted was the thing that we wanted, we began to discover that there was something else lingering underneath the surface as to why we wanted that thing we wanted. You know, whether or not it was like filling a hole and feeling, filling your unworthiness hole and, or it's because, oh, this is what was instilled with you, like from your parents as a child and we will not get those answers if we do not ask the question of why. And that is why I am, you hear it in the intro, the deepest question, like the deepest whys of life. Because if we don't ask ourselves why, especially for the life that we want to create for ourselves, we're going to wake up one day and realize we're living somebody else's life because we didn't take the time to ask ourselves why over and over and over uh, over and over and over again until we truly under uh, like turned over some rocks and got some t- real truth out of the situation. And hold on, I heard a noise. Um, weird. And get some truth out of that situation. And, you know, for whatever reason, we might want the things that we want. Do not ever stop asking the question of why you want them. And so, because it is so easy for the human mind to make us believe that we want something else than what our soul truly wants. And so this is where our conversation comes into play is we want this dream life reality. Our mind, our body, and our spirit want to make this a reality. And we want this for ourselves. And I know I always talk about like the human mind and soul being like two separate parts and I kind of, you know, act like they're not the same thing and they're not both excuse me, a part of you, but like it's a fully integrated system. There's no separating one and the other. And as we begin to ask more questions of why, we can uncover what the soul truly wants in this conversation. Because 
if we operate and move towards the dream life, quote unquote, that we want, that's mostly human mind operated and like thought up and contrived, there's no way for like, we will be able to manifest it, but it's not going to feel with ease and flow much more with ease and flow than if we were to move from a more soul centered place and towards a more soul centered vision. And that's why you have to start asking the question, why, when it comes to your vision and when it comes to whatever life you want to create, because then we can begin to see what the soul truly, truly wants and, or, or at least gain awareness on the fact that the life that we want isn't the one that we thought we want. And I've been there. I've like totally, totally been there. And, you know, I experienced that a little bit with vagabonding or did. And like after there was one point in like November when I was like, wow, is this really the lifestyle that I actually wanted in that form? That is not the one that I wanted. And in that form of like literally November was just stupid and I didn't have my head on straight because I wasn't in the same place for more than three nights and it was just, ah! but like I didn't in the state that I've experienced vagabonding, that's not the dream. Like that is not the ideal or even like soul centered version of that expression of that thing. Anyway, I'm getting totally, I'm majorly digressing today. <laughs> But so we like, then we can begin asking our soul, asking ourselves the question and being an inquiry of what the soul truly wants, because that's what happened to me is I realized, and every single time this has come up, this has happened to me a couple of times is like realizing, like being like, wait, this is not actually the life that I want here. And this is not the dream life that I wanted to, not necessarily the dream life I want to create, but like you just have to begin asking, like pulling, once you have awareness that the human mind is the one guiding the dream life, the soul will probably begin to speak as long as you ask the question. Again, this is, you will not get an answer if you don't ask the question. And it's amazing what our, our, it's amazing what we know already if we just ask ourselves the question. And so if a vision comes to you, I would ask it where it came from, truthfully. And ones that just drop out of the sky, I would dare say, are pretty soul-centered visions. And at least for me. But again, there are visions that we might have and things that we see for ourselves that are not actually the things that our soul truly, truly wants. And I... I'm not ragging on the idea of making our dream life a reality. I just think we need to question why we want the life that we want. And 
do we really want to travel the world? Because here's the other thing, we want all of these things, and this is my point that I was trying to make a while ago, is like we want all of these things, like we want to be able to travel the world and retire at 40 and have passive income and whatnot and do all these things, but like, but do we realize the amount of focus and the amount of discipline and the amount of work and effort that truly creating that actually has to do with it. Because I know for me, that's been one of my biggest disappointments, for lack of a better word, over the last two years, is I left my job thinking I was creating my dream life by being able to have the freedom of owning my own business. So yeah, in a sense, when I did post, like have the landing page and had it out there, I was creating my dream life. So I thought I was in true embodiment just to come and find out that that dream life that I thought I was creating is far, way more far off than I ever thought it was. But at the same time, it's closer than I think it is. And that goes back to the idea of the dream life that we want is always in front of us because there's always a new dream and an always a new vision. And, and as the vision, you, as you get closer to the vision, the vision gets clearer and it gets bigger and it, it begins to morph into something different because I know that what I wanted in high school or what I wanted in college is far different from what I want now because of the fact, because of my awareness and because of the fact that I've asked those questions of why. And the, like, uh, gosh, it's, and if we get to that point where we, and I, I suffered a massive expectation hangover and repeatedly have suffered the expectation hangover because I thought I was creating the dream life, but I didn't exactly put into account how much effort and how much, how much creating that was truly going to take because my like goal, my biggest goal right now is to be able to be location, time and money free. So all of those things like being independent and that's, I can go into that deeper later, but like those, the dream life, we can't just hire a coach and the dream life automatically happens. We can't just read a book and the dream life automatically happens. We can't just do these things and the dream life automatically happens. The dream life is a little bit further away than you think it is because once you do get to the vision that you saw in your head and get into that reality, you are so much more with it and so much more so much more grateful because it took you longer to get there. And I know that's how I'm going to feel when I get my like first client into freaking fracking years and like to be able to truly serve somebody in that capacity or host my first retreat and or be able to be a speaker on the road traveling the world because that's what I see for myself that's what I want for myself and that I understand that all of those things require me to put in a certain level of 
effort to make it actually become a reality. That is the only downfall within our generation is we do have a sense of freaking entitlement. We think, and I haven't had everything handed to me, but I still can act like a spoiled brat sometimes and think and want what I want when I want it. But that the world, we don't actually want the universe to gift us what we want when we want when we want it. What? Yeah. Blah, blah. Did that make sense? Because we don't want to be able to manifest an elephant. If we want to see an elephant, then it's not cool. And like, but we have to begin to question. I keep saying this, but like, the only reason that I want those things is because I am unpacked all the things that I wanted. And they're coming from an earnest place of me not trying to cover up the dream life for something else. This is because my soul cannot live without exploration. My soul feeds off of exploration as inspiration for my life. Like that is something that going to Charleston taught me, uh, reminded me of is how much I feed off of exploration and how much this is so important to me. And, and but that it's, you know, a couple years ago, we could say I would have wanted to be location independent because it was the cool thing to do or that reality, like I want to see the world. But like for me, it's no longer about just seeing the world. It's because exploration and being in new places is the purest and best form of inspiration for my soul personally. But that is not just me waking up and being like, I want this dream life. Here it is. It's reality. No, that is from uncovering and asking myself why I want these things and why does this thing keep on coming into my mind and why does this vision feel true? I just kept on asking myself the question, why? Kept on asking myself the question, why? Because if you're going to spend and put all of this effort into moving towards something or like take your energy to manifest like be able to hold your vibration at such a place to manifest what you want you want to be able to know that it is from the purest most divine most sovereign place that it could possibly be from because honestly we're at a point in our time when if we move towards something that is not in alignment to our true soul it's going to be a crapshoot to try to get there And it's going to take so much more effort than it would have been if you listen to the whisper of your soul. But that requires allowing the space for the whispers of the soul to come through and asking yourself the question of why. Asking yourself the question of why you want the things that you want. (sighs) Thank you for listening to the Existential Millennial Podcast. I will see you next week week. Thanks for listening to the Existential Millennial Podcast. If this episode resonated with you in any way, it was helpful, enjoyable, whatever, I invite you to subscribe so you can continue to get the goodness every single time an episode comes out. Also, if you have any guest suggestions or topic suggestions that you'd like for me to dive into, please feel free to email me, which can be found in the show notes. As always, I just want to extend a bit of love and support to you because you continue to listen and continue to support the Existential Millennial Podcast, and it truly means the world to me. I am so excited to see you next week on the podcast. Have an existential day.